Minasan konnichiwa. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Anime Tea, the anime podcast that rants and raves over the best, worst, and everything in between in anime and animation. Hosted by your otaku friend, Phoenix. So grab your tea and let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Anime Tea. First and foremost, happy Black History Month. It is our month, our time to shine and promote ourselves um, and all that we do, especially in the Black anime and manga um, and geeky community. Um, I have always, but I want to even more this month, promote, um, you know, Black artists, creators, um, cosplayers, uh, podcasters, YouTubers in the anime community. So I would try to do a special like shout out each week on the show, and then every day, of course, on my Instagram and Twitter, I'll I will repost people in the community who I love and who I like. I'm just even like so far, it's only been two days, and I've already found like a bunch of new people to follow. I've been following people like crazy, um, and trying to repost their stuff, and um, like from cosplays, podcasts to um like artists and everything everything like that so if you know anyone or if you are someone who has a business in involved in like the geeky anime or um anime or like adjacent communities let me know i want to shout you guys out online on instagram or twitter even on here so yeah and so for this week for this special shout out i want to shout out um two geek girls on twitter um that's at two geek girls with two s's at the end they just uh put out their podcast called 100 percent two geek girls you can find it on spotify or apple podcasts and their very first episode is out it's called decade of geek so go give them a listen they i've been following them for a long time and they've been following me on twitter um and they're just two great girls who always are super supportive so please go give their first episode a listen it's already out um and show them some love so today i want to talk about um some of my personal favorite melanated and black anime characters as well as talk about some voice actors that you may or may have not heard of um in the anime community and uh, some creators as well um my purpose with this is mainly I feel like we always talk about the black anime characters for this month, which is great. It's great to highlight them because there's not a ton. Um, and the ones that we do have, there are just certain ones that we really love and that have that are personal to each and every one of us. So I want to talk the one, about the ones that are personal to me that I love and the reasons why I love them. But also I want to inspire people who maybe want to get into voice acting or want to make anime or manga um, to see that there are people out there already doing it and that you can do it as well. I feel like it's important to inspire and talk about people who are already doing it so we can see like, oh, we're not alone. Like people, there are already people who are paving the way for the rest of us. So yeah, I'm excited for today's topic. So let's get into it. Okay. So first up, um, in favorite anime characters, I want to talk about Canary from Hunter x Hunter. So, Canary, 
so okay here's the thing i haven't finished hunter hunter so i've only seen the one episode with canary but there is another arc in hunter and hunter that she is in that i haven't seen yet so i had to like look at her um her the fandom wiki for her because I know there is more episodes with her that I haven't seen yet. I'm still working on Hunter Hunter. It's hard for me to watch episodes longer than like 20 episodes. I mean anime longer than 20 episodes. So I'm still getting there. I'm going to watch it. Like I'm going to get there guys. Um, but Canary is one of my favorites because like when we were first introduced to her. She's just so badass. You know she's just kicking butt. Kicking going's butt. <laughs> like from the jump. Um, she does not play. She, she took, she took her job, like, very seriously. Um, she cared about Kiloa, and she wanted, I really wanted them to be friends, like, I was so mad that she couldn't, like, she couldn't be friends with them because of her work, but in my, in my mind, I imagined them, like, in another universe as all friends, and they all go on the adventure together. That would be so cool, like, go, go and Kiloa and Canary. That's like my fan fiction of Hunter x Hunter. I feel like I would be, I would have finished Hunter x Hunter a long time ago if Canary and Kilo and Gon all went on the mission together. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, it's still a great show, but Canary makes it better. The other thing that I really like about her character is her character design. Um, so I actually, when I looked her up, I saw the like original character design for her in, um, in the original anime back in like 1990 or wherever, wherever, whenever that anime came out. And her design was really, it was, it was, it was a little bit weird. <laughs> it was a little bit crazier than what we know now. Like her hair was way bigger. It was red. Um, her skin was lighter. It was just, I didn't really, I was just like, oh, okay. That's how she used to look. I'm glad they changed her. <laughs> Um, I really like the way they made her look in the reboot. Um, her hair is just, you know, it's cute. It's like pro actual proportionate. Her face is really cute and adorable. Her lips are big, but they're not like over the top like they like to do in anime. But I'm glad they don't make her features over the top and like unnecessary. Um, she's very cutely designed. Um, her hair is interesting because it's like just curled. Like her hair is just regular, like naturally curled but then at the end it's like tied um into like these little star twist things so i i'm interested in just knowing like what the creator's um inspiration for her hair was i'm like where did he get that i don't know but it's still really cool every time i see a cosplayer cosplay her and do her hair it's just they do a great job also i love her outfit like her suit thing is so cool she's just so badass and her staff and she's just kicking butt great character i love her um excited to see more of her so the next character i want to talk about is sam from cannon busters so sam is a newer character to the anime community um we got not a lot of new black characters last year that and it's just it's been really great i love it um but she is from cannon busters and sam is a robot she her name is like an acronym for a special associate model um and she was basically built to be friends with people <laughs> and it's great because 
like her trying to be friends with people in a world where everyone is literally trying to kill each other is good for comedy she's an adorable baby that i love she was created for, to be the friend of prince kelby um in the, the kingdom of Bodica and cannon busters is all about her trying to reunite with him um seeking the help of philly the kid and things like that but i'm i'm i love sam i love her freaking personality i it kind of sucks that she's a robot but it's also good because in a lot of anime we get robot we get robots we get um characters like naive like characters that are really cute um and they're kind of learning about their world she kind of reminds me of chi except like chi from chobits except she can talk and she's more energetic but you know she's like a robot like chi and she's very innocent and she's kind of she kind of has to learn about being human and what it means to like you know like the intricacies of being human it's not just all about making friends you have to actually like you know lie to people and and not be like duped <laughs> you know try to survive and things like that so it's great to have like a naive um women characters especially that are black because we don't feel like we don't get that a lot of anime in anime the characters when we do get black characters when we do get black women characters they're always really headstrong um and like badass which is great i'm not i'm not like complaining about that i love it actually but it's nice to see like there's different sides there's different kinds of personalities you know black people we're not all super headstrong and like you know can just kill people with their bare hands even though she can <laughs> sam is actually really op but her personality is very sweet and innocent and i like having characters like that it's really great because i'm not sweet and innocent but i'm very like i try to be like i'm kind of a people pleaser so i feel like i related to her a lot because she tries to like you know be really nice to people and be friends with them i feel like cannon busters of course gave us so many melanated characters which was the greatest thing to me about the show um and i'm excited to see what other creations lashawn thomas comes up with we're actually gonna talk more about him in a little bit so i'll come back to him let's move on to the next character which is Rocklock from my hero academia real name ken takagi um which i didn't know i had to look up on the wiki right now <laughs> but um Rocklock is also a brand new character to the anime world at least um in the manga it's, he's been there for a while but i like his personality i like how he's very blunt and super honest about how he feels it's great because we get to see him when they're about to go and um fight overall so you know the most recent i mean the season like season four um so if you haven't watched you probably don't know who the heck i'm talking about but he's a newer character that comes around when um they all decide to go fight overall which is the villain of the season and they have the like the group of pro heroes um talk with the group of student heroes to like and they all try to come up with a plan to go and overthrow overhaul and his and his gang <laughs> while they're doing that rock Hawk, rock lock is very like against having students in um like participate in this fight because he's like you know they're children we can't like rely on children to um 
fight heroes. I mean, fight heroes. Fight villains that, like, on a level of overhaul, like, that's, like, like, that's dumb. And I agree. <laughs> I'm like, why do they have these young kids, you know, fighting um, villains? I could possibly kill them. Like, they're putting them in the line of danger. And it's, like, the way that he's seen in, like, this arc is kind of, like, why is he so against having the kids here? Like, that's messed up. But, you know, like, he's also the most rational adult, I feel like, because he's like, no, these are children. Why are we putting them in harm's way intentionally? Like, I thought we were trying to save the future and not, you know, put them at the front line of a giant fight that could possibly kill them. So he was very, he made all the sense to me. And, and, and it's really sweet because he has a kid. <laughs> And I love, uh, in the, in the anime, they don't show, they show his kid, but the face that the kid makes in the manga is so adorable and hilarious to me. Like, cause it has his exact same, like, facial, facial features, like, in his same, his same expression too. It's so adorable. I love it. He's always, he has like a little angry, like, face, but he's a baby, so it's, it's really funny. I'm mad that they didn't put it on the anime version. In the anime one, they just made him look cute, which he is. He's adorable. But, like, I wanted him to have that facial expression because it was, it was freaking adorable. <laughs> it was just hilarious. Like, you can tell that they're, you know, father and son. So, but yeah, since he had a kid, he was, like, thinking about, like, I think that's what they were trying to show, that he was thinking about how putting his own kid in harm's way like he wouldn't want to do that so why would he be okay with having other people's kids um at the very front line of a massive fight so he was just a cool character um like i'm glad we got introduced to him i'm sure we're gonna see more of him in the future um i'm reading the manga right now he kind of comes back so i'm excited about it i don't know how much you know screen time they're gonna give him though there's so many characters in my hero oh my gosh um but he's just a great pro hero. I'm glad that they have him. I think that he has the Jamaican flag colors in his hero suit. I can't remember. Let me, let me check. Yeah, he has like a yellow and green suit. Um, and uh, is there black in it? I don't know. There's a little bit of black in it. So it kind of like resembles the Jamaican flag. So when people on Twitter were talking about it, they're like, oh my gosh, he has the Jamaican flag colors and like, you know, they're black king. So yeah, I like Rocklock. Um, I'm glad that we got a character like him. I'm glad Horikoshi does a good job of giving characters like depth, even when they're not in a, <clears throat> in a scene for very long or we don't get to see them very often. Um, just really good at giving characters personalities and um, making them robust and three-dimensional. It's like we got to see the parts of Rocklock that weren't so great and the parts that were great. You know, like he cares about people um, and he cares about the kids. So I love him. <laughs> Moving on. Next up is Michiko from Michiko to Hachin or, Mis or Michiko and Hachin. Speaking of strong-willed characters, especially female, uh, Michiko is the baddest bitch. Like, she kicked ass, literally. Her outfits are always on point. Like, oh my gosh, what a great character. Um, and she's also, like, you know, a terrible person. <laughs> like, she caused so much trouble, lost the law, beating people up, 
um, the way she treated Hana at the beginning when they when they first met because mm-hmm. she was like you know kind of jealous of her because she was the daughter of the person that she was in love with and it wasn't her daughter so you know he was with somebody else but she was a great roundabout mm-hmm. character with a lot of personality it's great because she's afro-latina we don't always get to see that i mean like in anime especially it's probably the only afro-latina like character in anime that i know of so we get to see it like you know the black and hispanic sides um and then the whole thing is supposed to be based off like brazil and um mexico i think I don't know if it's both or is just focused on like Brazilian um like a Brazilian setting I love that you know again the features are beautiful they're beautifully animated not over the top um I feel like they're always gonna give black characters big lips but I mean it's not as long as it's not in an over the top way I'm okay with it personally like if it's just like a subtle lip thing then it's like okay yeah that's it's cute still um her relationship with her with Atsuko was cool like they had like a rivalry thing going on it's like a black woman rivalry like thing you know we got to see like multiple different personalities and how they interact with each other um various hairstyles and melanated characters and it was great because it was done in a very respectful way I feel like and I forget who directed this anime was it Naoko Yamada? Who directed it was Naoko Yamada it was Sayo Yamamoto and she also directed Yuri on Ice so shout out to her because I feel like the way she represented the melanated characters in the show was really in a really respectful way like she actually did her research and like looked up things I don't know about like everything I can't speak for like all the Brazilian aspects of the show I'm not Brazilian um so I don't know how accurate she was in that but in terms of how she drew the characters um, and presented them, it just felt like she made them feel very human and realistic and not over the top and ridiculous. So I appreciate that. It's sad that like that's the bare minimum that we expect. Like that's all I asked for really. Um, but when I, but when they do go like slightly over that, it's like. Oh thank you so much for actually like doing your research and being respectful of um, a community that's not your own. And lastly, in favorite anime characters, I love the best for last because she is my all-time favorite of all time. <laughs> um, and that is Carol from Carol and Tuesday. Shout out to Shinichiro Watanabe. Like, see, we've been calling his characters black for a long time. <laughs> and Samurai Champloo, you know, everyone believes that freaking Mugen is black. And Cowboy Bebop, of course, everyone thinks Spike is black. And uh, what's his name? And Jet. So it's like, to actually, when he actually creates black characters, it's like, yeah, see, like, you can do it. You did it right. Um, in terms of, like, her personality, again, there's still, like, the, the only thing that I have a little bit of trouble with. And it's not really trouble, but just, like, stereotypical is that, of course, she's headstrong. And she grew up in poverty, so it's like, you know, the black character had to grow up in poverty, and and yeah. So I feel like it's a common stereotype, not just anime, but in a lot of things. Um, I feel like it would have still been as interesting if it was reversed, but I appreciate that we have her, and it's okay to have characters. I'm not saying that it's not okay. 
and it's not like we don't have black people in poverty who can relate or who have been through situations that she's been through like as a refugee um and as someone who has to has gone through a lot of hardships um like that's okay to have as a character it's just that i feel like we get that a lot with our black characters and it's it's like it's okay to have characters who don't and we kind of get a balance of that with um uh what's her name angela so i don't know i feel like angela's possibly black or afro-latina maybe possibly you know we get to see a richer version i guess of a black character um and then we also get to see carol and her what she's been through but yeah i feel like it's okay that you know she kind of went through all that because we get to see like her character and how she grew from the experiences she had um we get episodes like the one which i can't say because they might spoil um where one of when where a character where someone from her past comes back to visit her um and we get to see how she reacts to that um that episode was really sad i've made me cry but also good like it was just like uh um and her growing up and just being the headstrong adorable person that she is and also her music like through her music is so powerful and beautiful carol is best girl um i hope she wins best girl of 2019 at the crunchyroll awards i hope y'all voted because i like shouted that from the rooftops just like she better win <laughs> like it's and it sucks because there was also like we also had nezuko this year and everyone was in love with nezuko from demon slayer so it's like oh i know i know you love nezuko but please please like this is for the culture please let carol win like oh my god shinichiro watanabe don't stop writing characters and making anime like the ones that you do but also i hope you work with more i think i'm sure i know he worked with like a lot of black people for this show because of in terms of like vocals and things like that there was i also saw some things where um they did rotoscoping which is like the way they animate characters and use like real like real people to animate characters and they use like actual um like some black people and people that live in japan who like help to do, to do that and do like the movements and do like the acting for it so that's really cool so i can hope he just continues to do that um please work with black people please help please support and work on making more black characters the amount of black characters we got and the like the vast like differences and intricacies of like the melanated characters and diversity of the characters we got in carol on tuesday was so like it was really good i really liked um how diverse and not only like sexuality but uh, um in like preference and like freaking you know the way they looked and acted and sound and like the countries they were from it was just so great i loved i loved all of it it's just a great i still have to do my review on it i'm going to do a review soon on my youtube one of these days it's coming and let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with some black voice actors that you might want to know about
so back with black voice actors um starting first up with um gabe kunda who is the voice actor who's the english voice actor for rock lock so he is a voice actor that works with funimation um you probably have seen his name recently because, yeah, like I said, he does the voice of Rock Lock in My Hero Academia season four. Some people I follow, like Miss Animanga, she did an interview with him as well as Getting Animated. She also did an interview with him. So check those out if you want to know more about him and what he's done. Um, in terms of voice acting, he's done a lot of shows as um, like additional voices for a lot of shows. Some main characters that he's done are um bem and bm um chief zimmer and copcraft and um kimono michi rise up wolfgang von craftman and uh, like like i say he does like a lot of additional voices but then of course he did um rock lock recently so it was just great to have voice actors like you know for the for the culture great to know that like they exist um, it's awesome. I'm excited to like go and like look up some of these anime. He also did some additional voices for Dr. Stone. Um, so I gotta go watch the Dr. Stone dub now <laughs> because I want, I want to know. I want to hear. Um, also another voice actor that deserves some love is Danny Chambers. She, she has a very like cute voice so she does a lot of like i feel like she does a lot of female like young voices um she was funicia raffaelia in astral lost in space which is like the little girl in astral lost in space so i'm like oh my gosh i didn't watch it in english but i'm gonna go watch scenes of her in english right now because i'm like oh my god i didn't know that she was in it she was also a character in uh bem or bm she was bella she was she's done some additional voices for black clover she's amy in episode four um she also did some voice acting in darling in the franks and fire force and fruits basket and free she's done a lot um her list is huge she was otomi tachibana and mix which is a sports anime like a baseball sports anime that i've heard about um, she's also been in My Hero Academia as background voices. Um, she was Chise and freaking an Ancient Magus Bride. I'm sorry, I got all excited because I'm reading, like, her wiki as I'm talking right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's Chise and Ancient Magus Bride. Oh my gosh. And the dub, oh, news, there's news for later on that I'm gonna save, but I'm gonna go watch the dub, like, today. Because, <laughs> um that's amazing i didn't know she was chise i freaking love chise i love ancient magus bride um and she's also done voices for tokyo ghoul no guns life nichi joe um hina matsuri fairy tale i think she works for funimation you can see clips of her voice acting for mix on the funimation youtube channel that's where i found her originally um and it's just great like when i saw her on that youtube video i was like oh my gosh who is this i need to know who she is like she's a voice actress a voice actor in like anime like that's literally the coolest thing ever so like people who are looking to get into voice acting in anime like i suggest you go and follow her um also gabe kunda gabe kunda 
Um, also, uh, the last voice actor I have on my list. These are not the only black voice actors, but these are the ones that I've found so far um, that I know about. So there's probably there's I'm sure there's a lot more, and there's some like new people that are kind of hard to find. Like there's a new um, voice actor for that did Sister Crone's voice in the dub of The Promised Neverland, um, but they didn't have a lot of information on her. But I'll give you her name and a few other names after I talk about this last person, which is Zeno Robinson. He was the voice of Prince Kelby in Cannon Busters. He was also Ezekiel in the Carol and Tuesday dub, which was great. Uh, I watched Carol and Tuesday dubbed only <laughs> um, because I loved the dub so much. It was just, it was really good. Um, and Ezekiel's character was really cool. I really liked him. So that's dope that he was in there. Um, and also in Cannon Busters. He's also done um, Demon Slayer. He was Genya. The. Uh, we don't see a lot of Genya in Demon Slayer. I think he's the guy that they fought, or not, that they were like competing against when they did like that trial on the mountain. And he has like a giant scar on his face. He was also, he was also in My Hero Academia um, as Deidoro Sakai, which who, or Sakaki. Oh yeah, Deidoro Sakaki was the guy who Mirio fought, the drunk guy, the drunk the guy who was like drinking and like fighting um in one of the most recent episodes so he's done a lot he was in charlotte he was also cyber cyborg um in call of justice which is like an animated dc movie he was in airbound he was in Noah zero one punch man season two like he's in weathering with you oh my gosh he's in the dub for weathering with you so it was just like great i love like this is so awesome. I love finding like what these actors have been in. And the like last two voice actors that I wanted to talk about are Rebecca Thomas did the English voice acting for Sister Crony in The Promised Neverland. And Orlanders Jones has done the voice acting for Asahi in Haikyuu. Um, and Asahi is one of my favorites. It's a gentle giant. I love him. So when I found out his English VA was a black man named Orlanders Jones, I freaked out i was so excited <laughs> like it's so great i love it i love it so much so no there's people out there if you want to get into voice acting there's people out there i'm going to list um the three i mentioned before i'm gonna list their twitter handles really quick so that you can find them so you can find danny chambers at uh skinny mini 07 so that's s-k-i-n-i m-i-n-i-07 on twitter you can find gabe kunda at gabe kunda g-a-b-e-k-u-n-d at twitter on twitter um and you can find Zena robinson i think his is childish gamzina yeah his is childish gamzina which is spelled c-h-i-l-d-i-s-h uh g-a-m-z-e-n-o yeah those are where you can find them <laughs> And lastly, for the anime tea, I just wanted to mention LaShawn Thomas, who was the creator of Cannon Busters. He went to Japan and he, like, coordinated with, like, animation studios in Japan to create his anime Cannon Busters. So it's possible to be a voice actor. It's possible to freaking create your own anime and get it funded by Netflix and, like, freaking, you know, make your dreams come true and inspire millions of, um, 
black children and black people to do what they love so it's possible it's possible to have black characters and make black characters that are diverse and different like just don't forget that like it's possible to do anything like we are here we exist and we should be shown in our media and it's like really important to me um so yeah that's it for this week's anime tea let's move on to the rest of the show okay so in this week's what i've been watching oh just a quick thing about my hair academia i'm all over the place in this episode and i don't know why quickly about my hair academia so you know for those who've been watching we switched off from the overhaul arc and now we're into like the um we're kind of back into like the school life of the kids and like what's going on in their lives and on twitter people have been saying like i really can't stand the fact that like i can't be switching from super um crazy battles and then go back to when they're in school and someone on twitter said hold on i have to shout out the twitter user hold on oh yeah i love her um at summer drew um so summer and then dru she is really funny i love her but she said people are really mad that a show called my hair academia includes students going to school like and then she put the freaking meme with from demon slayer with um a tondro looking at uh what's your name and then like look and then she looks away <laughs> i was dying i'm like this is so true because everyone's always mad at my hero for like the slice of life moments of them going to school um, but it's like the show is literally about them going to school like that's the whole point of my hero academia to see them going to school like the thing like them fighting the other people outside of school is actually extra stuff like the whole show is literally about deku becoming the number one hero so of course it's going to show them at school like you know doing school things and trying to be children because they're children like why can't they be children i don't understand anime has us think that everything that kids cannot be kids because they have to go freaking fight and save the world and then we get an anime like my hero academia that actually focuses on the kids being children and getting to enjoy their childhood and y'all don't want nothing to do with that's my two cents on it and i thought that was really funny um so moving on to anime updates finally jesus christ i'm 47 minutes into this it's not gonna be this long when you guys listen to it i swear um (laughs) um black girls anime on twitter shout out to her and them and their whole team i love black girls anime um they posted about death note um it's getting a one shot on the viz media slash shonen jump app it's an 87 page chapter um in the death note world but with a new main character and it's gonna premiere this monday uh february 3rd also crunchyroll added Hana Yori Dango or Boys Over Flowers, the anime series, to their to their list. Um, I've been reading the manga recently because it's on the Viz Media app, and it's crazy. I like I like it, but it's different reading it as an adult because there's so much like abuse going on. Like, geez, like like the characters are so abusive to each other in this anime. I mean, in this manga. So I'm interested to see what they do in the anime, if it's similar, if they're just as abusive. And Crunchyroll also added the English dub of Ancient Magus Bride. And I just found out that Danny, Cham- um, yeah, Danny Chamber, Danny Chambers does the voice act, does the um, 
English voice acting for Chise, who's the main character of Ancient Magus Bride. So I'm definitely going to watch the dub. I was gonna watch it before, but now that I know that, I'm really excited to see and like listen to her voice. So last thing I want to say is that I'm going to be posting a full spoiler-free review of the movie Weathering with You on my YouTube soon, either t- either Sunday or Monday when you guys are hearing this. So look out for that. And I'll post a clip on my um, Instagram as well. And that's it for this week's crazy ass episode where I can't talk for crap. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Enjoy the beginning of Black History Month. And shout out to the extra day in Black History Month. We got 29 days. And yeah, have a good week. Bye.